unique subject with people who aren't necessarily nerdy themselves. With you today, myself, it's your nerdy dude, George, and with me here today, Big Bit and Block um, Maniac, my mom. Hey. So, last week we talked about Minecraft. It's a, at this point, nearly 11-year-old game. It is 11 years old, and I'll tell you how I know that. How do you figure it? Okay, so I was having problems because, of course, my laptop is on Windows 7. Mm-hmm. And you can't buy for Windows 7. Yes. Buy for Windows 7. They don't have a marketplace marketplace huh? element for Windows 7 now. Right. So, so you can't buy for Windows 7, but you can play for free the 2009 version. Yes, the alpha version. Okay. You can play for free. It's, it's called the classic. Or classic, yes. Yes, the classic version. And it is the alpha version. Um, it, it apparently does have bugs. Mm -hmm. And it has some limitations. There aren't a lot of villagers. Nope. Okay. But you can play. Yeah. I like tunneling. That was my thing here, too. So what did you think of it when you were playing it? Okay. So, so, um, I, so, it, it, and, okay, it's a couple things. First of all, there's no instructions no. at all. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm real reliant on, I've learned you can wiki anything. There's a mm -hmm. wiki for it. Everything. And usually and, in too much engrossing detail too. Yeah. Well, there's a wiki for everything. There's also, um, a lot of, of chat about the classic version on the wiki mm -hmm. that you can get to. Um, so aside from, um, so we'll talk about it in detail, but, uh, figuring out how to use keys, and how to to do things mm -hmm. was a, a wiki thing. So and and I and and not to knock this particular game because I would I would say that I've learned the same thing with Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, I only learned how to dive or how to do things mm -hmm. um, through through finding information. How to how to wish on a star. Um, how how to do various things through information on the internet so this is the same thing there's a lot of good information on the internet um and it and it isn't even hard to find you just go wiki minecraft it's okay. there yep. there's so a... there's wiki everything yes everything so um my new employer has a very extensive wiki that i absolutely hate because it's it's eddie and everything that's, that's on there about anything well, it I just makes it super hard to navigate to find anything. Well, I actually found this easy to navigate. Yes, most most fan ones based off of the um, most of them are based off of what they call the Wikia format, um, which is a kind of an online free, but it has ads in it in place throughout it, a wiki format that um, that is out there and it lets you kind of it also kind of notifies notifies you about other. Uh, wikis as well so if you were for example in a um in an anime wiki about let's say like naruto it might also recommend bleach or other one piece or other very popular um shonen titles from other anime series in a lot of cases and so it does a very good job um the one i end up using a lot is uh wowpedia um which is the world of warcraft uh wikipedia okay uh, which is own which is doesn't have any ads on it at all, thank good, thankfully. But the other one I like a lot as well is the uh, Wikipedia, which is for Star Wars. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. There, there's some very, I mean, for some of these larger fan bases, there's some very clever uh, wiki, wiki titles and names. So, 
and again, all fan generated and um, and uh, uh, curated is the word I was looking for. Um, so, but yeah, and again, like that was something I found as well when I was playing on the newer version that there wasn't any instructions. And had I not seen about a dozen videos on the notion of punching punching trees to get wood, I would have never done that to begin with. Okay, yeah, so so not intuitive, but I I so, so to show you how far I got. Okay, so I I really good at tumbling. Um, I did get myself trapped. Yes, I've gotten myself trapped a couple times. Okay, got myself trapped. Um, I built. I ended up somehow. I'm not even really sure how. Um. So let's start with how different it is uh, playing this on a PC using the letters to move. Okay. Okay. So you can use your mouse to to pivot and kind of look around and look around mm -hmm. and and see around you, um, and that's helpful. But you use the the was A S A S W D. -D to move around and and because there's s and w there i keep wanting to make them west and south um and that doesn't work so <laughs> w is forward and the space bar makes you jump um trying to make that trying to do the jumps while moving forward or backwards or left or right is something you get better at it becomes an acquired skill that becomes very beneficial at the end of the day you say that um <laughs> so so trying to do that and then you scroll the mouse to get your different kinds of blocks and and again this is playing the classic version which is it's not too dissimilar okay um so my learning curve was large okay um i like the fact that you can breathe underwater i do too and 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 you're kind of i guess swimming so that so it's after after playing other games where you see yourself play where mm -hmm. you're in the third person. Yes. This is like an actor shooter game in that you're first person. You're basically the person in the you're, game. You are the person, so you're you seeing through you can your eyes. You kind of see your fist when you're punching stuff. Yeah. 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 So it's it's like you are there for real. You're not looking out onto an avatar or another. But you're character. not cute, and you don't get to dress you. Kind of do if you build armor for yourself, but like you know, it, later iterations of the game do offer more customization in the character. Okay. Um, and you're able to unlock skins or buy skins to. That's true because this did talk about about. So I I bought a basic version and then found I couldn't install it, and the basic version came with nine skins. Yes. Okay. So the basic version came with a list of things twenty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Not, not a bad little investment. As soon as the new laptop that's been shipped to me and supposed to have been arriving, thank you, Dell, for the last six weeks. Oh, yeah. That new one should play it like like nobody's business. Yeah. So I'll, I'll install it on that, and, and that'll be the, the latest version. But mm -hmm. um, I get the wonderment. This is, this is the world's best-selling video game, right? Yes. Okay. So I get the wonderment because um, I like anything in which you're building your own world. Mm-hmm. Because it's your world, and yeah. it's what you make it, um, and uh, and and that is a, a definitely an, a, an attraction. These are big ass blocks. Would you how how would you describe them? Because again, I would describe them as the. They look to me like they're four by four. 
Oh, really? Because I was thinking they were like two by two. Okay, well, different, different, different. Maybe, maybe that's the impression I got. I mean, I, I, I got the impression they were really, really big. Um, I, I got the impression that like, you took like a cushion and you just like made it into like a three D block. It'd be about that size, I would think. Okay, I'll go with that. It, they, they, they're big blocks. Yes. And um, and so it keeps anything from look. Everything is, and I and I noticed this as well when I watch Mia and Nina play. Mm-hmm. Um, the the cows don't really look like cows. They kind of look like cows. You can, you you can you can faintly see it in there. Yeah, but you have to be willing to flow with it. So there's an effect that's um, so what the effect you're kind of seeing there is what they call the uncanny valley. Um, is that the more it's in the uncanny valley is based off of a kind of a Japanese scientist who loved to make human robot and make robots look more human by putting, you know, like people really liked his robots, but there came a point in which he started adding skin or he tried to add, add hair and eyes. And people were like, no, we do not like this anymore. Um, and eventually gets to the point on the graph. Cause it's basically an upside down parabola where like you have, if you have an X and Y axis, um, the line starts at the, with the x the x axis was on the bottom is how realistic it is versus the y axis is our enjoyment of it and now there's a certain point in which the line starts at very high enjoyment and as it gets more realistic it dips down basically until it goes under the until it basically reaches the bottom of the x graph where it's it's so real it's at a certain point of realistic that we don't like it anymore but then it go but then that curve starts going back up in which we can start actually enjoying it because what we're seeing is that we know what a human looks like at the end of the day we're around them so frequently that we know when something is more realistic and when something is not moving realistic it's part of the reason why when you're watching um anything with cg at a certain point you have to man your brain kind of tells you this doesn't look right but you can never quite put your finger on why it doesn't look right um but eventually as time has gone on we've gotten a lot better with cg um, we've got a lot of better with robots and certain other things where that c- curve goes up. Now, in this case, though, we're at the very other end of this curve because at a certain point here, it's so blocky and it just barely looks like a cow that we're actually projecting what we think is a cow on top of it. If you were to change out those spots and everything, you would very e- or the the patterns on it, you could very easily see a bear or a goat or something else. I mean, like a, I think a pig is almost the exact same shape um and blocks just different colors yeah yeah so it is it, it is um you know and and i guess in that way i mean it's so it's been described as the the lego of of the gaming world yeah and i think, it's a, I think that's an app title for it yeah and and i can see that mm-hmm. um that description that description works um so, so then the question becomes: Do you, you know does 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 the gaming world need a Lego? That's a good question. I would I would say, obviously it does because this is the world's most popular game. Mm-hmm. So obviously it does need a Lego. I, I don't but, I don't think it necessarily needs a Lego, but I think so much that it fit a need it fit a desire that there were a Lego in video games. Um, I mean, from a certain standpoint here. Um, and you could probably speak to this a whole lot more because you bought us dozens upon dozens of Lego sets. Yeah. Um, that that was probably a very costly investment for you after a certain point. Um, and while I can't necessarily speak for um, my little brother and my nieces at all, um, I'm sure it's somewhat of the same sort of aspect where rather than spending like 
20 30 dollars or 40 or 50 dollars on a new set he's buying maybe ten dollar five ten dollar packs for new new stuff in there um and i think yeah yeah because she well she saves your money and buys and buys the packs yeah and um and she gets all excited about them she's got halloween pack and and uh and and all these different um Mm add-ons which i suppose is how they monetize this yes i'm pretty sure that's how they monetize this as well because a lot of that is still also driven by um the fan community that creates a lot of that well you know i was with her with her one time when she was showing me all the packs that are available Mm -hmm. and there's 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 like barbie packs there's it goes it probably goes on for quite a while yeah there's all sorts of stuff there's there's you know, create your own Disneyland packs. There's all sorts of um, name brand stuff. Yeah, because I think, I think especially when it comes to the name brand stuff, um, again, especially for, for being a game that's been out for, for well over 10 years, it still has a very active fan base. I mean, it was a, somewhat of a big deal when Minecraft came to the Nintendo Switch last year because there was a lot of unofficial Mario Brothers and Nintendo packs out there, um, and they and all these fan generated stuff were basically just shut down overnight. Once, like Nintendo was like, "Yeah, sure, this Microsoft thing they can be in our game." Because beforehand, I mean, keep in mind that Microsoft does have the Xbox, and was um, and Nintendo was very much not about offering some of their room for their competitor on their platform at the end of the day. Especially considering this is one of the most popular games in ma- in mankind. But again, I mean, I think even Nintendo got to the point where it's like okay we'll take a little bit of that pie too well yeah why why turn down the revenue mm-hmm. because it's not cheap on there either i just when i looked at what it was i didn't i couldn't see playing it on a switch it seemed like it would just be too small a screen in your in your case for the switch light yes um i think if you had if we were able to connect to the tv like my switch can it might be a little bit easier um but i just couldn't see playing that on a controller at all um, well, see, I wonder if, if somehow that would have been easier for me because I was trying to jump and get up the damn blocks for me was really hard. I'm sorry. No, not your fault. Um, your brother was helping me navigate it. Um, but, um, it, it took me a bit to move around. As I said, I, I, I tunneled and then got myself trapped and had to bust up, ended up underneath a tree then I couldn't jump because the tree was over me. The, the those leaves on those trees can be very annoying too. Yeah, and so you know, anyway, so I got myself stuck, um, and then um, I ended up in the in the water a, a lot. See, I didn't end up in the water a whole lot. My um, after, so I was playing on a survival mode, but I think the same way you were, or did you have other bad guys there trying to get you? No, I no, I was completely on survival okay, mode. So I. So I was on a survival mode in which um, during the daytime, nothing bothers you. But during the nighttime, everything comes after you. Um, and that first night, because I was forever trying to figure out how to make anything. Because I know you built, you know, I couldn't even figure out how you build a workbench at all. I was just like, how do you build this? Um, and thankfully, the ten, the newest version of the game has a feature in it that you can type out what you want to make because it lists it because they're every it lists everything you can make in there right away uh, but everything is mostly read out so based on what materials you have it'll tell you what you need to make x y and z well and learning to mine 
um, was a, uh, took me a bit, and that's where that's where Wiki really helped to get you a pickaxe. Well, to to yeah, to give me a pickaxe, but then also to uh, mine materials because you have to mine materials in mm-hmm. order to be able to do anything. Still looking for a lot of iron for myself. Very well, and, hard to come by. And and iron is is deep down. Mm-hmm. So that's where that's where you can tunnel from the lake. But won't all that water flow in behind you? It will, but you can still you can still get ore. Okay. There was a whole conversation about that. So I so I started off learning like a river, and I had. Um, I, I quickly found myself building a house out of dirt by di- tunneling down, um, and I was like, you know what? I'll tunnel down a little bit more. Maybe I'll create a second level or a basement. And I wound up into a tunnel that was I had already been ventured down before, and thankfully the tunnel terminated at a certain point, so I was able to just kind of wall it up with dirt and wait out the night. Oh, so you trapped yourself intentionally to wait out to make it through the night? Well, that's how I made my first house. Okay. Was an underground was an underground house because again, I figured if you had the dirt or the cobblestone that you get from the from the mining at that point or uh, punching the rocks. Yep. Uh, or dirt in this case that you could stack that up in the back in the various zombies and skeletons and spiders and creepers can't get to you if they can't find you. Okay, were you playing the dungeon version? No, no, no. I was playing just the regular okay. Minecraft version, the Windows 10 version of it as it is. So now, now the zombies are very are very popular in children's books. <laughs> just so you know. I can imagine. Minecraft zombies. Um, I would have thought the, the creeper would, would have been more popular. Well, so, um, I know I know um, the girls are reading uh, Minecraft zombie, a series of Minecraft zombie books. They really have monetize this little game to no end yes they a have a lot of i mean i've even saw minecraft legos which i think is funny on a certain level <laughs> the irony yeah and it, precisely yeah so so i i um i can see the attraction i think long term it's probably not for me which surprises me because i actually like things where i can build um, or or where I can make it my own. I you know my Animal Crossing has a Starbucks, and um and and I enjoy that. Um, I you know maybe because I'm playing an older version, I found it frustrating. Possibly again, I was play- I, I had two different experiences with Minecraft actually. Okay. Um, maybe even possibly. And there's a Dungeons version, and there's a. So the Dungeon version is just like the fighting aspect of the game. Okay. It's not the actual creation aspect of the game. Okay. Um, which is not something I picked up at all. So, um, so I got the Windows 10 version because I have a beast of a computer back at home. Right. Um, but um, but again, I mean, even if you didn't have, I mean, again, like you said, you had this much older laptop that's at least probably 10 years old, probably if at minimum. Yeah. Um, but I was able to play my, an older version of Minecraft, so it's a very it's not a very taxing game on a certain level. If you were to get the newer version, obviously it would be, but older versions do exist for this game. And for, and for, free. And free, yes. Um, Which, I mean, if you wanted to try it, I think it's a good way to try it. Oh, absolutely. And I wouldn't say I'll never play again, because I, I, I bought it, so so yeah. I will play. Um, I'll install it when the new PC comes, and... and, uh, and I don't know. I don't know that I get hooked. See, yeah, this is not a game that I've. I mean, 
So there's a game of very, very long time ago, probably like three, two or three years ago now before it closed, uh, which was one of my favorite games, um, which just, just wasn't popular enough to keep it going, uh, was a game called uh, Wildstar, in which you could, one of the major features of it was um, this housing system that where it gave you all these cool little toys and blocks, kind of like, um, uh, what you would call it, uh, Animal Crossing does. Uh-huh. But then you could build on top of that, and I built, um, you know, with walls and different sort of elements. I was able to basically create my own little plaza and, and house in this big thing. And I think basic. And what I made, um, which I still find very funny that I made it today, I made the the uh, money bank from Scrooge McDuck from Ducktales. Oh, you were very into Ducktales. Oh, I still time. love Ducktales. Scrooge yeah. McDuck is still my favorite character. I'll fight anybody on that. Um. No, come on. It's an adventuring duck with sound fiscal fi- philosophies. What is, what, is, what is not to love about Scrooge McDuck? There we go. You know, he's also very frugal. That's how he keeps his money. Well, and, and, and it, that is actually an honest trait of, of people who, uh, who... Who get to that kind of wealth. But wealth, you know. yeah. Um, so, no, you know, I built the money bank. I built a Japanese shrine. I built a, I built a hot spring. I built an underground cavern that went to a um, that went to kind of like where you might find the Master Sword from Legend of Zelda. Um, I even made an airport, which all these different shuttles and spacecrafts. Um, and then in my actual money bank, you could actually dive into the gold. But then there was a oh, like Scrooge McDuck, like Scrooge McDuck. I even have the diving board in there too. I have a video of somebody do. I have a video of somebody visiting my house and just being like. Wow, and that was the first version of the house too. I had other versions that got better. Um, and then I had a secret underground mansion that went down three levels. So, so again, I could appreciate Minecraft on a certain level because it gives you all these different ways to build stuff. Um, but I, like you, I don't think I will continue. I will play it a whole lot because it's just, it feels as if it'll take too long to build whatever it is I want to build. And I think that's exactly it, is, is uh, if I sat down with a, with a drawer of Lego, I could see what I was working with. And you can build what you want to, but this has got, and even again, I mean, even if I just built it all out of wood stuff here at the end of the day, that would be fine. It's just that it's too unlimited, I think, at a certain well, point. Then you need, to, you need to plant more trees, because if you harvest all your trees, you're not going to have wood. Oh, there's a lot of trees out there. I didn't have, I didn't see that many trees. Maybe I missed so, it. So in the Windows 10 version, again, you get this giant world that just see, that seeds it for quite a bit. Okay. Um. If you can keep in mind, um, the I did the survival mode first, and I last through about ten or so days in there before I was just getting kind of crazed from basically just I found myself digging in tunnels an awful lot. Yeah, uh, mostly because I was looking for iron, but I just kind of enjoyed myself just kind of being getting lost in these tunnels and trying I, to figure out where, where trying to figure out if there was like an upward you, sort of path that got you out of there that just popped you out into like some sort of different tundra well and that was the fun thing was to me was was you pop out and you'd be in a lake you know or you pop out and you'd be as i said under a tree mm-hmm. you know so so from that end um you know I, I felt hampered because i couldn't see where i was and i, I couldn't get an overview is that is that there's, you know that's a good that's a good example that yeah I, not, I couldn't google earth me yeah you couldn't there's not a map there's not really a I mean, you get a map, but it's not really good about telling you where you are or where you've been, and it doesn't kind of give you any sort of understanding of, you know, how you get out of the maze you found yourself in. 
because uh, I found myself in a maze for about a good hour until I realized, oh, wait a second, I fell like three blocks down. I just need to get back up. And I figured yeah. out how to get back up, and then I got to my house, and I was like, finally. Well, you almost kind of have to dig and build your way back up. Well, at one point, again, what happened was that I actually died in, in there because I got attacked by a, a creeper that blew up, and I didn't even see it behind me. Um, and then I had to figure out how to get back to where I was before, found out how to get back down there, and I purposely left Latins on the wall to find my way back as breadcrumbs, and I still got lost. Um, yeah, so I, so, um, I was, this morning I was actually almost in tears, um, because <laughs> I was so frustrated, but, um, but no, I, I mean, I, I love the concept of creating your own world and, um, seeking balance and, and I think there's a lot there, um, to do that with. So I can see why, um, you know, like anything else, uh, you know, if you were, if you were playing this all the time, mm -hmm. you'd be spending money on it. I, I think. I think yes, but I think you could do it without actually spending the money because there's not. I mean, you would spend the money if you really enjoyed but yourself. But you're not making it. money. No, you're not making money at all. I mean, you're not. I mean, this is one of those. I mean, unlike you're not in, earning bells. You're not earning bells like in Animal Crossing because because um, you're not really working toward anything either. Again, when you're in Animal Crossing, your aim your your aim is to get bells so you can buy more clothing or you can buy new stuff for your so for your island so you can it, help decorate you can your island expand better your, expand your house you expand your house and they give you a bunch of other stuff you can do as well um but again you and you also don't have anybody to interact with on the island uh, in minecraft either unless you have other people playing with you yeah um so again like i played one mode with uh, survival well, there are villagers yes and i actually found that when i do into the creative mode um, so creative mode is basically just like, it doesn't go into night and day. There's no health. There's no food requirements on there. Um, you basically don't even really need to build any weapons and you can set it so you can basically, um, have every single block in the entire game. So if you, whatever you want to do, you could physically do it. And I think it's realistically meant for people who just want to actually build stuff. Um, and I, well, I mean, I think the analogy to, to let, you know, it being a giant Lego, is is very apt it's very apt yeah yeah it's very much true um one of my the favorite thing i did while i was in in creative mode was just i went up to a really high high height because you can fly in the game yes yes you can i discovered that by accident too um you can fly you can fly in creative mode and i just you can swim and i just well i what i did is i just pointed myself in a direction and just see saw what came up um and i passed across villages that were created with villagers at it i went through mountains i went through uh, um, icebergs and frozen tundras and I've got to a desert and I've and I saw volcanoes and it was like and I saw a pyramid temple thing um, and that was all and again all in very basic pixelated block formats but it was very cool at the end of the day yeah um, and if anything just just for in my case because of my particular computer I could see out so far out that it would be basically like um, being on a hilltop yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, very much being on a hilltop. Um, the third version I did, because I figured out how to do it, um, is I went into VR. Okay, so you said you might do that. How was it? Um, so I was playing on a HTC Vive, um, which is... VR, VR being virtual reality. Virtual reality, yes. You, um, in my case, it's a wired version, unlike um, um, the Oculus... There's an Oculus Rift, but there's a portable version of it. I think it's... 
Oculus Quest, I think is the name for it. Uh-huh. Um, where the Quest one doesn't require the base stations or any wires at all. Uh, my version requires wires for the headset, and it has two different uh, what they call base stations that basically read where the headset and, and controllers are. So you can figure out in 3D space where, where all that stuff is physically at. So, so, so like when I'm using my mouse to look around, you're mm-hmm. actually I can actually pivot I can, your head. Yeah, I can actually pivot my head and turn around, and then walk up to stuff. Um, if I wanted to, I could use my arm to punch stuff, but they also just add the trigger. Um, and then all my kind of like blocks, lives, and all that information was on my left arm. Um, that was really kind of disconcerting because the graphics in there uh, were really pretty. I- I'll put a video up of other people that I found. Um, playing in VR because I think it's just rewarding and interesting to see it regardless. Um, but again, I mean, like, for this, I mean, like, I, it's, the sun shined in my eyes. It was very blinding. Really? Yeah. It was very annoying. Um, but I've had that experience with the other VR games as well, though, so that's not unusual. Um, but no, yeah, no, again, it was very kind of a surreal moment because I did that for about... 45 minutes because you really shouldn't be in VR for too long. It can be very um, disorienting after a certain point. I kind of imagine that because because after a while, I think you you mentally get used to being in that mode. It's it's not so much that it's just so much as that um, for somebody who's watching who's watching somebody play VR. Um, in a lot of cases, what you can do is, you, is that the that it's when it's connected up to a computer. The display on the computer will show you what the person is seeing in the um, in the device because it's basically um, the VR headset is two different v- screens, one focused on each eye, and that's what gives you the perception of 3D space at the end of the day. Um, not too dissimilar to the old uh, red and the green and or excuse me, the red and blue 3D glasses of you know yesterday of, of day, days of yore. Okay. Yeah. Um, and. And again, I mean, like, I've, I've played it for sometimes an hour ahead of time um, while standing up and moving around. It's a good workout. Um, I play Beat Saber probably at least once a week. It's probably one of my favorite games. Um, it's basically lightsabers, uh, but you hit blocks as they come at you uh, in cue with the music. Um, so it's a lot of fun. That actually would be. Yeah. They've had a couple different... There's a couple different rhythmic games out there. There's one where... Um, you basically have a paddle and you're supposed to catch, um, these balls that are flying at the air, um, that are in time with the music. Um, they have a couple different variations of that. There's a lot of, um, there's some, I found a Spider-Man game for VR, which was actually kind of cool, but also this very disorienting. Yeah, but that would be kind of fun. Oh, it was very fun. I don't recommend playing it for a long time. There's a Darth Vader one that I really, really want to play really badly. I just haven't, I Keep forgetting to do it every time I load up uh, my VR set, though. Okay, so In case, I think we micro- just found we just found our next our next show. Possibly, because we could do one on VR. We could. Um, it's a little more of a disorienting thing, and I want to step a little bit away from video games. Um, the one oh, okay. thing I did want to ask about here is what is the what do my what do my nieces think about this game? Because it's obviously okay. so they so they love it, and I did talk to them about. Um, they really enjoy it. They really relate to um, the whole, they have villagers and they have zombies and they have, so to them, it's sort of a, um, an innocent version mm-hmm. of an attack game. Oh. 
So they're so they're often so it sounds like they might be doing the survival mode when they're playing. They might be. I mean, they're building things and they love to build things. They and they love to pound things. And and I will say there's something gratifying about the, about wanton d- destruction when you're mining and stuff. Yeah, it was kind of just a kind of this. It was, I mean, in creative mode, basically, if you click on anything, it just gets destroyed immediately. Right. And there's certain, and there's, there is a bit of a um, guilty pleasure of just, yeah, I'm just going to tunnel through the ground straight down and see where I go. Well, and 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 the whole idea of I'm just being wantonly de- destructive, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can. I can. I can. I mean, and keep in mind, and it's in a very safe space as well. Right, exactly. That's, that's very much kind of like a, um, like a punching bag, if you will, almost. For the yesterday, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think there's 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 a, a, a modicum of that. Okay. Um. That uh, that uh, I I found I found interesting, and I think that that keeps them. Um, engaged, if that makes sense. What do they like to do when they're playing Minecraft? They they spend a lot of time. They spend a lot of time building, and um, they they like their their farms. Okay. You can farm. They are kind of farming, yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. So they are kind of farming. Um. So so uh. You know, I I think those those elements of it are appealing to them. Um, they, uh, like creating a, a, a world. And if you, if, if you're a kid, I mean, why did you like Lego as a kid? I just got to build my own stuff and make my own world. Yeah. So it's the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the ink almost, you know, as, as kids, one of the first things you build is a house, right? Your house, a house, a building. A house. Because that's what you think is, you know, ultimate ownership. Right. And if you think about the things that we built here, we were forever building castles. Castles, boats, yeah. Yeah. So so I think it's it's sort of a different version of that. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So um so I think that's what attracts them. Um what do you what do you what do you think cuz I have a follow-up question to that. Well, it makes I think it's the most logical sense of why somebody would find entertainment in this game. I mean, part of I mean, part of the real question here is, you know, what is entertaining about Minecraft and why would somebody want to play it? And in a lot of cases there's some people who have played it for the last ten plus years in some cases. Um, it's obviously a very easy game to want to pick up because again, in my case my nieces who are just you know, her eight and six are able to pick it up with minimal with minimal difficulty and almost perfect ease. I mean, they don't, you know, they're able to play. Doesn't it require. Ju- there's not a love learning curve. No, and then again, I mean, like it's if it's a game that my nieces can play relatively easily. I don't imagine that a lot of other people should find difficulty picking it up, if if at all. Well, and um, I'll, uh, and and I'll give you another side of it is, um, if you're a kid, it's a game without rules, mm-hmm. and it's also a game without a lot of consequences. In other words, if you didn't play every day, mm-hmm. you nothing would, would happen. You wouldn't miss anything. You wouldn't lose anything. Yeah. A lot of games have a built-in um, penalty. Yeah, if you don't play every day, or a built-in bonus that you miss if you don't play every day. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I can absolutely see that. Yeah, because 
I think maybe as because we're adults, we're used to having some sort of motivational driving force of why we're doing anything because we could be spending our time doing anything really. Yeah, it's if you spend your time doing this, is it time that you consider lost? Yeah. So uh, from my point of view, I consider it time lost up to a certain point. Oh, I do. I and I still play games. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I, don't I play I, a lot, but I play some. I appreciate that at the end of the day, here a couple months from now again, I probably won't keep playing Animal Crossing. But I love those villagers, and until I figure out what to do with my island, I, I figured out I did figure out one thing. When I go when I go shopping now, I got a nook nookling hat and I got a nookling um, apron to wear. Oh, so you can look like you belong in the shop. Yes. So when I go visit other people's shops, I just want to stand in the shops and just be there and wait until somebody kind of calls me out and being like, "Wait, you're not a nookling. You're not Tammy. You're Tommy. No, I'm Tammy." There you go. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think so. So if I didn't play, if I didn't play uh, Minecraft for a day, nothing negative would happen. Um, and there, and and so it it's not asking very much of me. No. And no. I actually think that's that's uh, a desirable trait as well. Absolutely, I can I I, I agree with that. I, I can absolutely see that and agree with that. Yeah, I mean. And then a lot of stuff in which children have a lot of rules and penalties and and stuff that children... I go back to this notion here that there's a cause and effect sort of thing. That, like, children don't know what they're doing because they don't have enough um, understanding of what will happen. So they experiment just out of habit. Yeah. You know, even if they don't realize they're experimenting. They don't have the limitations that we have. Well, well they don't know what's going to happen. They don't, know, they don't know that by doing X that Y will happen at the end of the day. Because they haven't built up that knowledge base of that this does happen when that happens um which is why i always think what i always kind of find very funny now is what i hear parents saying you know like why did you do that why did you do that i was just like in the child you know you know or the, or the asking is like what did you think would happen and the child's like i, I don't know. know yeah and now and I, now i'm just of the appreciation here i was like you know what they didn't know because they couldn't have known there was no there's nothing for them to anticipate. Yeah, there was there's no understanding of what would happen versus, you know, what could happen. Again, I mean, my, my favorite example of this, and this is, um, I, I, I'm sure this freaked you guys out. I remember as a kid in the family car and I accidentally, and I, and I remember because, again, we, everyone had a, had a manual drive. They were always messing with the stick shift. And I wanted to, and we were just sitting there in the car I do remember when nobody this. was when nobody was there, and I was playing with the stick shift. I'd gone back into the house to get something, and you yeah. were sitting in the driver's seat. Yes, as, as a child would pretend that they're driving, and I was playing with the stick shift, and I must have disjointed it or something, and unlocked it, and the car rolled backward and rolled into the street and up into the neighbor the neighbors next door, and I don't it, remember. It thankfully, didn't hit anything. No, and I don't remember the car being damaged at all. I, 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 yeah, it was a Ford Aerostar, so it was a pretty heavy car. Well, it's a van, yeah, yeah. A very nice, very big van. I had some, we had some good memories in that van. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I don't even remember what happened after that. I just remember everyone being very worried and me just being there at the end just was like, that was cool, let's do that again. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, no, I remember that happening because I remember being absolutely panicked and um, never left you guys alone in the car while I went in the house again. Um that that was that was Sorry. my no that was my takeaway, but um, <laughs> but um, you're right. I mean, I think for for kids, 
there's so so much of life that has that does have consequences this pretty much doesn't you might have to put back you might not have gotten what you needed you might have to put back something but nobody's going to come and slap your hand and there isn't any anything you're going to lose outside of time yeah yeah no again there's no again and i and i can appreciate that for a game that that doesn't you know stop you from playing it at a bigger level and doesn't hinder you from doing whatever you want to do and cuz and obviously people have done really amazing things you know from that again i mean so there's a so there's a youtube channel from a production company called rooster teeth um, and there's a division of it called Achievement Hunter. Um, and now, I normally don't recommend watching Achievement Hunter um, if you are uh, sensitive to foul language, usually. Um, but they've played Minecraft rather extensively by creating um, different trials and tribulations for them to do. But they also just sometimes just play in general as a group, and they're just doing stuff. Um, sometimes they have... Um, objectives that they're supposed to do in the game like they're supposed to be the first one to build a house or they're supposed to get x y and z or supposed to find something or in other cases they are um tasked with um basically jumping basically playing um uh playing a jumping game by trying to jump across blocks um several dozens of feet high in the air with the intention that if you that if you miss your jump, you basically fall to your doom and have to restart. Um, and again, they've created some pretty fun games out of that. So, I mean, it's clearly it's a big enough sandbox that even grown adults can make full, can make cool stuff out of it. As, as we saw last week with our um, virtual Pokemon that you could play because the guy literally programmed it into the game. Which is pretty cool. Um, and, and I guess that brings me to, to my question coming out of this is... That's a sandbox game. What what is what is Animal Crossing? I would classify Animal Crossing as a sandbox game as well. I don't think it's um, quite to the same level as Minecraft is necessarily, uh-huh. um, but I think it gives you. I mean, I mean, at a certain point here, yes, you do reach an end game point. Um, there is an end game point in Minecraft where you can go through portals to different worlds and you can do different stuff. But there's not any sort of like requirement that you get that far or even when you do get that far you can keep playing very much in the same way that animal crossing does um it's not like sonic the hedgehog or mario which we've played previously where there is an end game there is a final boss to beat and once you finish the final boss you're just done done. yeah so so i guess my question is is you have sandbox games where you get to create a world and you get to um you you know you don't you don't gain powers, mm-hmm. but you do you do like be you are able to move on create more things the more experience you have yeah kind of, but it's not directly related to any sort of you don't become a master craftsman. I mean, keep in mind that this is a this genre of of sandbox games is very much a notion of building whatever you want to without any sort of major consequences for that. Right, um, right. So, so what do you think is is the difference in in personalities between people who are attracted to this and um, and people who are attracted to to arcade style games, which is where where I, I would put Sonic. What would you call Sonic? Sonic's kind of more arcadey sort of thing. I can appreciate that. Mario um, Kart's sort of to be an arcade sort of game. 
so one of the kind of the cool aspects here was that in um, in Wildstar they had this unique thing called paths um, that you could take up, and you can there were one of four different paths, and what they outlined was the four different ways people play games. Um, and people play and people play games for one of four different reasons in most cases. Sometimes it's a little mix of either or. Um, so there are um, players who like to explore. Okay. There are, so these are people who like to explore the world and see go up to the you know their goal at the end of the day is to find the highest peak they can get to and look out into this and say i saw that or find something new and point themselves in that particular okay. direction i think that probably describes me a little bit because i like going up to high, i like searching when i find something yeah. cool and following the breadcrumb that it leads me to yeah um there are people who are so those are games with wider wider limitations well, I, well not necessarily I mean, or wider the, parameters or there, there's there's more there's more to see and do, and so it so it offers challenges to get to those places as a as a so as a it's game. So sort of a quest, kind of like a quest almost. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's right. that element there. Okay. Um, there are games in which you help other people. Um, you know, these are usually more cooperative games in which uh, people tend to. Um, as an example, for like a shooter game, there's some people who play healing characters in very much the same way of World of Warcraft because they like to. Or, take or, care. They like to take care of other people, or they like to be in a specific role that um, speaks to them on a certain level. Like myself, or you're playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, you might be uh, you might be a warrior that carries a shield with them, or you might be a, a paladin that's healing up people constantly. Things yeah. like that. Like these are people who like to take on um, a specific role, and usually that's either helping out in working with a group of people. Uh, then you have people that are what you might call like a lore hound. These are people who like diving into the story and seeing where the story goes in a game okay um i mean you know and this might be very narrative heavy games or games with big worlds you know i think this is a lot of cases a lot of star wars games okay. um i'm playing for example i'm playing uh, uh star wars fallen order which i'm having a lot of fun with um but it's very much i'm playing it because i want to see what the story is for the most part i mean i you, it's a very linear path so you don't have a lot of um, ways to move around, but you have this very interesting story that I'm very interested in finding out more about. Okay. So that's kind of what they, like a lore master sort of thing. And then there are um, players that just like to do uh, what what they call achievements. They like to, um, they like to beat stuff up and they like to do it as hard, fast, and as powerful as possible. Yeah, are those your, your first person shooters sort of things? Well, keep in mind that a lot of these games have multiple elements in them. Okay. They won't just they, there won't be just a game that's a pure exploring game, and there won't be a lot of games that are pure um, lorehound games. There won't be certain games that are just uh, cooperative, sort of working with other people games. Um, good games have a good have a somewhat mixture of either at least two or three of these, if not all four of them. Uh, now, a game like, for example, a Star Wars game will have a lot of heavy amounts of the lore master and trying to figure out what the story is and figure out how this all ties in with whatever Jedi and Force-related Star Wars universe narrative is going on um, versus a, a... But it will also have elements where you are with a lightsaber and you're trying to beat stuff up and you're trying to get through the game to beat the game on a certain level, to just get, to get through it and enjoy the experience and the challenge that is the game. Um, in a game like Sonic the Hedgehog, a lot of that is still, um, again, trying to beat the game as quickly as possible. But there's also an element of exploration as well, because if you don't explore how to get to higher ledges or you don't explore where places are, you don't figure out 
the quickest way to get through stuff. Tactics, yeah. yeah, so there's an element of exploring and um, stuff like that. World of Warcraft is probably a really good example because there's lots to explore in World of Warcraft and you often find stuff by exploring. It's very cooperative in the sense that you work a lot with other people. Um, which, which I found a lot of fun. Yeah, and then there's a very heavy lore in it. If you wanted to follow the story that's going on in the game, it's very easy to do that um, and entertain it. But then it's also got a lot of elements of just a beat-em-up, you know, wanting to get through this dungeon because you know you get through this dungeon, you look like a cool guy for doing it, or just button meshing for the sake of this is fun to button mesh. There's, you can keep in mind, there are people that just you know, that just enjoy the the... The pleasure of doing, of just pressing the buttons. Well, okay, so so let me make an overall comment. Um, it is a world that shares a lot, and and um, and I'm impressed by that. So if you and want, this is to, Minecraft. This is Minecraft. Okay. But well, actually, this no, this is not Minecraft. This is that whole boatload. Okay. Um, this would be any of the, uh, you know, whether they're online games, whether they're games on a handheld device. What I found is, as I, I tried to learn these things, because I'm a neophyte, I don't know what I'm doing. That's okay. Um, is not only is there always a strong wiki, there's a, there's a strong wiki for everything. Mm-hmm. Strong wiki for everything. There's a Reddit for everything. Yes. There there's is. too many Reddits, if you ask me. Um, maybe. But but if you're starting out, there's a lot of 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 fellow player support support that isn't coming from um, the developer. The developer of the game mm-hmm. is coming from other users. Yes. So in that in that sense, I find it very um, community supportive. Yeah, you always feel like somebody's got somebody's there to help you if you had a question, and it was very in. And Somebody's that he, already anticipated that you're going to have a question, mm-hmm. and 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 um, they've anticipated it, and and they've provided the information you need to answer the question. Um, so I mean, I, I found in that sense, it's a it's a it's a cool little, um, and I'm not little little's the wrong word. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a cool experience. It's yeah, it's a cool community, and. Um, it makes you feel like you're kind of a part of a much bigger community as well. Yeah, that you're it, not the only person doing this. And 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 they, and and there don't seem to be boundaries um, over over newness. No, no. I mean, especially and I think in an online setting, myself included. One of my favorite things to do when I was in um, Less so in World of Warcraft, because there's so many players on that are just making new characters for the sake of making new characters. Right. Um, when I was playing Wildstar, you would get a lot of people who were um, just... When the game especially went free to play, which meant that anybody could play the game without having a subscription at all. Right. There was a lot of people that came into the game that were very new, that didn't understand how to play the game, and didn't have any sort of concepts of what was going on or what to do in a lot of cases. Um, and I really, and, and probably a little so much, I enjoyed um, being in the low-level areas and helping people do stuff. Um, whether that was um, showing them how to do X, Y, and Z, or, hey, here's some gold to get you started, or here's some cool items that you may not be able to get to later on, or um, here, hey, this is a low piece of gear I found, maybe you would like it instead. Um, well, um, that, sort, sort of like the yard sale that you have in your Animal Crossing, where... 
where uh, guests can come and, and pick yeah, what, yeah, what they I'm, don't have. Yeah, I'm actually trying to find a good uh, blanket sort of thing so we can put that down as well. So you have like a little, like, so it looks like a blanket now with like, a bunch of stuff on it. Oh, you can't use one of the carpets outside? No, you can't use any of the carpets outside. Oh. And none of the rugs will work outside so for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Um, one of the rugs, though, will work really well for my hotel that I'm making. Okay. But um, oh, I got a really nice Persian rug this week. I have, I have a nice, I have a, I have a nice swirly rug. Okay. It, look, it works well. Okay. Um, but no, again, I mean, I, I appreciated back in the day when I could walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, you new here? Great. Can I help you find something?" Or you know, because again, I felt, um, again, less so much in World of Warcraft because I know there's a lot of people who there's a boundary to play that game, which is a paywall, which I think is very doesn't make it very accessible for new people to want to come in and play. Mm -hmm. um, especially when there's a lot of high-level players that only want to deal with other high-level players. Yeah. Um, but when I was in Wildstar, again, you'd get a lot of people that weren't max level yet um, who didn't know what they were doing, and, you know, I was very much of the opinion that, you know, let's help somebody out. Can't hurt hurt to help somebody at the end of the day. Well, let's help them. Yeah. Um, and I felt that if I was able to get a person... If I was able to show a person that there's a community and other people out there that were generous and wanting to help them, that they would reach out more to other people who wanted to help them, and they would be a part of the community more. Yeah. Yeah, so and, and just as a, as a global comment, mm -hmm. as, I've, as I've picked up these different games, there's a lot of help online. Oh, yeah. And and it's and it's not help from the game developer. It's help from other users. Mm -hmm. And and there are whole sites that anticipate that you're a new user. Yep. So so I I found I find that really um, kind of cool. Again, I, I it's just exceptionally useful for people who are new to the game, and even people like myself. I mean, like I, I, I wouldn't know some stuff if I didn't go and check on the wiki from somebody who did know this stuff. Well, and that's exactly it. I'd have never gotten through this. Oh, absolutely. Without it, so appreciate that very much. Awesome. So I think we have a topic for next week, but we'll look at. We'll, I want to look and we'll do a little bit more further digging into that. Okay. Um, but we'll post to some of our notes and some of our impressions here up on our website, thenerdtutorialpodcast.com. Do you want to put the 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 link for the classic game? Yes, I'll put the link for the classic game as well. If you'll send that to me. Yeah, I'll send um, that to you. That's this so that, is the classic so two two thousand nine. So mm -hmm. completely free. Yep. So somebody wants to try it out on themselves, we'll have it on the have it on the web page. Yep. Um, and then you can follow our discussion as well at facebook dot facebook dot slash nerd tutorial podcast, uh, where we do continue the discussion online. And then if you have any future topics or ideas, or you want to follow some of the stuff we've already been following, you can visit us at the nerd. Uh, at, you can follow me on Twitter at nerd underscore tutorial, um, and let me know what you think, and reach out to me there as well. Um, on behalf of myself and my mom, we hope you stay safe out there in these weird times. And we'll see you again next time. Bye.